Yeah, and you see that with a lot of programs. Like, I mean, Nebraska had the benefit of the doubt for years, yeah, you know, Nebraska in the post-Osborne yeah. era. Yeah, you know, 100%. and and like they're they're like Clemson was getting a lot of credit, you know, for a while, you know, and and so yes. you, you see that with these types of programs. Now, it was mentioned a few minutes earlier. Game day line movement is not because of a guy like you or me. This is this is the sharps. These are the Got the it. heavy people that are coming in. Um, so. Uh, that that's my guess. My guess is that this is more about Chubba because like when we had Todd Furman on the show and it's funny, I almost texted him after our interview saying, Hey, by the way, it's going to be Chubba. But he was like, yeah, I don't, you know, it sounds like Harburg's going to be out. And so then it comes down to Chubba or Jeff Sims. And so I'm guessing that people just didn't feel totally comfortable with knowing for sure that it was going to be Chubba Purdy. And so, all right. So look at the game. Then Chubba Purdy is starting tonight. This will be his first start ever at Nebraska and his first start in college, right? He never started at Florida state. So this is right. Did, is am, right? am I remembering wrong? Is it? Gosh, now I got to pull up Did this he, stuff. Okay, didn't he start the Minnesota game last year? And they did br- he? They brought in. Oh, he did start last the one year. We watched. You're and right. Then they God. brought in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My yeah. bad. And against Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Well, ignore me. Ignore me on that point. Um, but uh, yeah. So this. So I guess this will be his first start of the year, though, and his first start with you know under this coaching staff. And in theory, it's going to be a tough road environment. Um, you know, weather's going to be good at least, which is nice. You don't have to really worry about that. And, I mean, obviously, Nebraska's offenses is one of the worst in the entire country. So, like, on paper, there's a lot of stuff that is working against Nebraska. On the other hand, there's a lot of stuff working against Wisconsin. Namely, that every quote that comes out from a player or coach just sounds horrific. And it's it it just, you know, it's not very good. It's uh, Jack, the comparison that I made on the show yesterday is, like, too many times around here, forget about 04. I'd throw in 2015 as well. When I hear a player say, like, we got to win this one for the seniors, I'm like, ugh. Like, <laughs> have some pride. Win, win it for yourself. Win it for the team. Win right. it for the program. When I, when I start hearing players talk about the seniors and how they need to do right by the seniors, and hell, those quotes probably came out in, in year one under Scott Frost as well. Like, I don't like that type of stuff. It gives me the heebie-jeebies, but that's because of some PTSD with covering Nebraska football and rooting for Nebraska football over the last two decades. Yeah, I completely agree. We've seen, it's just the reason I think that we are all making a, such a big deal about this stuff that they're saying is because we've all seen it before. Yes, we've all 100%. Felt it before. And we've yep. all, it's like when teams are searching for motivation and trying to make people believe that they have motivation, it's like, you know, protest too much and you know, like, okay, yeah, we get it. You're, you're looking for a reason to finish off the season and not just kind of move on to, to next year and the next group of guys that are there. In terms of uh, Brendan asked, what are the strengths and weaknesses? You know what's there? I was looking at some of the numbers, Josh, um, and they got Mordecai back now, who is the transfer from SMU, and they, you know, they kind of gambled on a group of five guy, and maybe this is instructive for Nebraska next year when they're looking for a quarterback. But Mordecai put up some, you know, SMU always puts up crazy numbers on offense, and I'm yep. sure Mordecai's numbers were really gaudy coming out of SMU, but I don't think they've got, and I think it's got to do with the receivers too, but. It, I don't think they got what they hoped they would get out of Mordecai uh, this year. No, dude, he has three touchdowns. That's, yes, three. that's what I have. You looked at if you look his numbers, they're insane. The amount of passes that he's got compared to touchdowns or like it's yards crazy. per catch, like their receivers have a combined. Well, I think like three touchdowns. I think that's it. Yeah. I think th- there are three guys who have one touchdown. Jack, uh, it is, receivers. it it's is insane. It is wild, and so like you know, I'd obviously I'd. 
I've seen them this year. I'm not sitting down on most Saturdays and watching a whole lot of Wisconsin football, though. And so when I was doing the, the, the dive into their production this week, I was stunned. I was blown away to see that it's three touchdowns and three picks. I knew that things hadn't gone very well, but I, if, if you would have given me a guess, I would have been like, I don't know, maybe 11 touchdowns and whatever. So that has been absolute garbage. I know he hasn't played a few year. games, too, but he's got like 250 attempts. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not yeah. like he it's, hasn't it's been a, throwing like. It. Yeah, like Jordan says, that's still more than Jeff Sims. And yes, it is, who has one touchdown. But Sims has way less passes, way fewer games that he has appeared in this year. Mordecai has played in a lot more football games. So yeah, they're throwing the ball around a ton. And what what did they have last week, Jack? It was like 40 passes or something ridiculous. It's just, it's, just it's really so inefficient. Weird. It's really yeah. inefficient. Yes, totally inefficient. It's just so weird to see this offense like that. Braylon Allen, who knows what, what you know they're getting from him. Um, I wonder if the line movement maybe could tell us a story about Braylon. Allen Allen and, and how much we'll see him today. He had three carries last week and, and he, he had to leave the game because he's been banged up. You know, um, so Josh, just on, that, on that though, I, I'm not, I'd almost rather Braylon Allen plays from a Nebraska perspective because he's banged up. A, a, he's banged up. And I think they're going to try and get it to him. And I think, I don't, I think Braylon Allen's a great running back. I mean, we saw it what a couple years ago, how good he was, but he's not a hundred percent and he doesn't have the offensive lines he's had in front of him mm-hmm. in the past. And Nebraska is a if Nebraska's ultimate strength on their entire team is their run defense by far. Great, look, I want you to try and run it. I want you to try and run it a lot more than pass 